0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
1: Wow. How are you today? I think somebody in the GOP finally got it. Uh, the debate last night. List a little watch debate last night on NBC. Uh, At least one of the GOP candidates gets it. I, I don't know if he's going to become the president, but he gets it anyway. He understands that. Uh, and maybe they did some, uh, maybe they did some polling or something, and, and decided, you know what the hell. Last night during the debate, Vivek Ramaswamy swung for the fences. I mean, it was like, you know, every day I do a radio show, like my life depended on it, because I do. I mean, really, that's it. Because this is it, man. This is what I do. This is what I, I love. This. I want to make everything out of it I can. And last night, Vivek Ramaswamy went. I am polling at one percent. I've tried. Every everything, I'm swinging for the fences, and he did, and I'm going to share some of the audio on that, uh, as the show progresses, last night, a big rally for uh, for Donald Trump in uh, Florida with a bunch of Cubanos, and uh, that was pretty cool, and uh, oh man, just so much stuff to get to, so little time, here's the number, it's 800-922-6680, just a point of, uh, of personal uh, uh, preference here, or, or uh, order here, um, I went to Trader Joe's. Yesterday, and uh, went around the store, you know. Like, the Trader Joe's, you, know, you don't go to Trader Joe's when you're hungry. Nobody buys all their groceries at Trader Joe's. You go to Trader Joe's when you're having a party. Or, you know, maybe if you live by yourself, you're single and you go to Trader Joe's and you get your cowboy caviar and your bag of salad and, you know, all of that stuff. <clears throat> so I go to Trader Joe's and I see uh, cold coffee because I only drink cold coffee because uh, I just want the caffeine in my system as fast as possible. So. Uh, <laughs> I buy two containers of the, uh, the, uh, the coffee from uh, Trader Joe's, and I get it home. And, uh, and I start sipping on this coffee because I poured me a, a cup of it. And uh, I'm wondering, like, I feel so jittery. Later, And I realized it was coffee from concentrate, like I need coffee from concentrate. So uh, be careful when you go Trader Joe's, because you might get the coffee from concentrate, and uh, that'll give you some problems. So uh, real quick here, yesterday, James and Hunter Biden and some family members were subpoenaed. Why do they spell it subpoena? You know, that's one of the the words I I always spell it right, but subpoena. Is kind of weird. Anyway, House Republicans uh, subpoenaed Hunter Biden, James Biden. uh, Let's see who else we got in here. Uh, Sarah Biden, uh, James uh, Biden's wife, Sarah Biden. I don't think Hunter Biden slept with her. I could be wrong. Halle Biden, I believe yes, he did. He had sex with uh, Halle Biden, the widow of of his uh, brother Beau, who died. Yeah. I mean, whoever thought that a great place to pick up chicks is a funeral? It's, it's kind of money. Uh, let's see here. Uh, her older sister, Elizabeth Secundi. I'm uh, not sure <clears throat> if she slept. If he slept with her uh, and Hunter Biden's wife, Melissa Cohen. So they have all been uh, subpoenaed. And uh, it looks like the Biden family, including Hallie and Sarah, received more than a million dollars in payments from accounts related to, uh, uh, to the uh, malfeasance that is the uh, Biden family... Uh, pay-for-play scam. Yeah. Hallie got $25 from, uh, from uh, Joe Biden uh, through Rob Walker and uh, consequently, it looks like finally, finally, finally the feces is beginning to hit the fan. As far as the Bidens are concerned, red-hot audio from Vivek and others coming up. Here's Jim Gossett. All the crooked
2: Bidens have always been a close family when they dirty deal the big guy gets a nice when they're not screwing you
1: they're screwing each other
2: joe must get his cut yeah that's their one condition that's
1: right ten percent
2: raking indoor to hunter and joe is a family tradition folks ask him why do you drink and why do you do coke if your name weren't Biden, you would be flat, bro. That's right. Your Uncle James, he's a crook, too. He's always under suspicion. And he's been so Crime we know to honor and Joe. It's a family, family tradition. Whew. The new house can't bend. They must end this family.
1: That is lovely. That is lovely. Some uh, uh, interesting things. Last night, <clears throat> the GOP, or at least a couple of people, finally got it, kind of understand what's on the minds of the American people. Viv Ramaswamy finally, finally got it and said it. He said what everybody's afraid to say, which is the GOP is lackluster. They suck. Uh, Ronnie McDaniel is uh, is a, uh, a traditional GOP in the same camp as people like Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, and the American people know it. That's why the American people aren't sending money. To the GOP right now. That's why the American people are screaming at the GOP, why don't you do something? And what I've been saying about this election cycle is it's completely different than any other election cycle. Number one, we know that the 2020 election was uh, thrown by the FBI. And the federal government, through censorship, uh, literally working with big social media to kick off conservatives, censor speech completely, and get rid of Donald Trump on social media before the election and after the election, which is the same thing these judges are trying to do with them by issuing gag orders. The same thing. But you see, this all may have worked in, pardon me, uh, this all may have worked. And oh, By the way, this is a uh, little acid reflux. In case you're wondering, people ask you clear your throat and a little acid reflux. That's okay. But uh, uh, essentially, the GOP uh, is is finally understanding where we are, <clears throat> what we feel, uh, and and recognizing that what is happening to Donald Trump is uh, is not fair. And unfortunately, the candidates who don't acknowledge that like Chris Christie or even Ron DeSantis, that they would allow this to happen to Donald Trump and say, hey, man, if it happens, it happens. That to me says, "Um, you're done in my book because just because you're a candidate, you've got to place the treatment of other Republicans ahead of your needs as a candidate. You have to go, Okay, well, this could happen to me. And apparently, there was a little bit of that last night. But one thing I do want to mention is another thing that uh, uh, some people are getting is that humor is a way to reach people. Humor is a way to disarm the opposition and to make a point. And we saw some of that last night uh, at the uh, Donald Trump rally. This is, uh, we got Roseanne Barr, and we got a guy, he's a, he is an MMA fighter, a UFC fighter, I should say, Jorge Masvidal. And here is how uh, Roseanne Barr opened her segment of the rally last night.
3: We need the rest of the f-ing country to wake up because everybody can have this freedom, all right? Everybody in the country should have these laws and policies. I love all of you. I'm just going to ask for one favor before I leave. What is that? You know who's coming next, Max Alvarez. Love that guy, one of the greatest speakers ever, so we're going to put our hands very warm for him. But before I leave, if we could just get a Let's Go Brandon chant. Let's Uh-oh, go. what is that? Let's Go Brandon! <laughs> huh, 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 huh. Let's Go Brandon! But I want to say right now, aren't we all tired of the deep state bullshit? hear you. I want you to say it louder. Aren't we all fed up with the deep state bull
1: and they cheered and they chanted deep state b s deep state b s it was it was fantastic, and another thing, and, and you know one of the things we try to do is uh, point out absurdity uh, and and use satire and whatnot this is uh, what I think is the the line of the night and yesterday, I was talking about this and uh, and realizing of course the GOP has some major problems on its hands with his, his leadership and and uh, and the election on tuesday was uh, you know uh, there were a lot of factors involved in that election but but one thing is for sure the the GOP could have gone into the election uh and done better and we're tired of that okay we're tired of this lackluster you know i always say you've got the gop fighting with marcus of Queensbury rules that's that old timey fighting where you got your fists up and your elbows down and you're going come on come on come on and you know, all that stuff and the uh, democrats always jump into the the cage like an mma fighter and we get Destroyed. It's like what we did during the American Revolution, while the British were lining up in lines and uh, and coming toward and advancing and and firing one shot at the opponent. That used to be what you'd line up your soldiers in lines facing each other and you'd shoot one another, and it took. The uh, the American uh, uh, Revolutionary soldiers to say you know what let's fire from the trees let's uh, make this untraditional combat and that's what we need to do as the Democrat or as the Republican Party that's what we have to do we have to engage in uh in in combat with an enemy that will do anything to win including lie cheat use government agencies to censor etc. But that said, here is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders last night. And I said that a lot of the things uh, involving the Tuesday show is about women and abortion. You heard my comments about women and abortion and how the Democrat Party only looks as women as People who can get abortions, that's it. It's not about women giving birth, it's not about women winning in sports because they're willing to replace uh, women with men. The Democrat party is not on the side of women, only at election time and it's all about abortion. But here is what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said last night that I couldn't have said better yesterday. This is brilliant.
4: They don't like that the very first woman to ever serve as governor of Arkansas is a proud conservative Republican. Okay.
1: All right. That's not bad.
4: Not bad. And my message to them is very simple. You cannot be the party of women if you cannot tell us what a woman is. There
1: you go. Exactly. Okay. So that's a great line. Because, you know, you always hear this thing, uh, Hillary Clinton and everybody, they've always said that the, the, the Democrat Party is the party of women. And literally, since the last election cycle in 2020, the Democrat Party have refused to even be able to acknowledge what a woman is, multiple, multiple times. The Democrat Party can't even acknowledge what a woman is. In fact, a Democrat Party nominee is on the Supreme Court who couldn't tell you what a woman is. So, okay, there you go. You got the abortion in Ohio. Congratulations, you got abortion in Ohio. Okay, cool. Just like it should be, actually. Leave it up to the states. If the states decide to do something stupid like Ohio, then that's cool. Then that's absolutely. And look, it worked. And and listen. I'm an adopted kid. My, my mother was sexually assaulted. I should be the most pro-life person in the world. And I am. I am. But this is what it is. You leave it up to the states. And Ohio did what they did. And if somebody has a problem with what they did in Ohio, they can appeal it. They can take it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court can decide on it. Maybe they'll do what they did with Roe v. Wade. Maybe they've completely codified it in Ohio law. That sounds what it was, but maybe you can challenge it. So you can't go you know, until the end of the pregnancy, the, the, you know, the, as the baby is being born to kill the baby. So that's what I'm trying to say, is that if you voted because of abortion, you wake up today and your party still can't say what a woman is. So what have you done other than get used to go vote? That's what happened on Tuesday, among other things. Now, I want to get into what uh, happened at the GOP debate last night because I thought it was extraordinary. Uh, I thought it was, uh, I mean, really very ballsy. Really very ballsy. Hasn't changed my mind about who I'm going to vote for this election cycle. But I'm glad that somebody had the guts to say it. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: Somebody call a plumber it's time to drain the swamp it's the Rob Carson show
4: they don't like that the very first woman to ever serve as governor of Arkansas is a proud conservative Republican
1: she's talking about Democrats
4: and my message to them is very simple you cannot be the party of women if you cannot tell us what a woman is That's
1: beautiful that's the line right there. That's the line right there. That is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and of course, everybody said, she, well, she needs to be on the ticket with Trump. Yeah, no, no, no. Let her be the governor. Let her be the governor for a while. You know, you've got to be on the farm team for a while, as it were. She and, and Christy Nome, among others, great governors, powerful women who are making a difference in their states. And, uh, you know, as I've said, uh, uh, a lot of the times the, uh, the only people in the GOP who have uh, balls are the uh, ones who weren't born with them, to be quite honest. So let's move on to the uh, GOP debate on, uh, on NBC, which in itself is a joke that they agreed to have it on NBC, which every day, M- NBC and MSNBC spread lies. They have spread lies about everything, uh, from COVID to, uh, to the intel letter from 51 ex-agents of the intel agents, from uh, Russia collusion, from every, every thing. But for some wee reason, uh, Ronnie McDaniel decided that we needed to have it on NBC. There you go, that's fine. That's fine. The beginning of the debate, though, uh, the, uh, the crowd had to be calmed down a little bit because they did this. <laughs> They are shouting, Trump, 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 by the way. Okay,
3: so that was awesome, you guys, but that's the last time we're going to do that. Right?
1: Yeah, that was awesome, but that's the last Is time we're going to do that. we
3: really, really, really that. want to hear from these candidates. Because we want really to want to hear from
1: these candidates. And they did, they did. We heard from them. And, uh, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy really, uh, I just thought he did a great job. He, I don't know, it's taken him a long time to say this. So I don't know if he's just getting it or if he's wanted to say it or if finally he said, I need a Hail Mary to be noticed, whatever, whatever it was. But I I think it worked. Here's what he had to say about the Democrat Party and the reality that Joe Biden, there's no way he's going to be the president again. I also want to close with one message to the Democrat Party.
0: End this farce that Joe Biden is going to be your nominee. There you go. We know he's not even the president of the United States. There you go. He's a puppet for the managerial class.
1: This is what every, uh, at least uh, educated GLP voter thinks. So have
0: the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up, so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, end his candidacy now, so we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. All right, Just so tell us the truth, so we can have an time honest is debate. Up.
1: I mean, what he's doing is he's acknowledging the audience or the the obvious, which, you know, anybody (laughs) who's experienced or seen somebody with dementia, not experienced, of course, but seen someone with dementia knows what we're on the path to. So we at least recognize that on NBC, which is kind of a big deal because NBC viewers probably went, what? What? <laughs> and then, and then he said this about Ronnie McDaniel. This is uh, this is gigantic, because yesterday I kept getting people writing me, Ronnie McDaniel needs to go. She's not do do do. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm okay. Going, going. Well, then Vivek Ramaswamy actually said the uh, the silent part out loud. I
0: think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers. At the end of the day, is it was a cancer in the Republican establishment? Now, speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you.
1: Now, I heard... Uh, you know, this is you know whatever. I heard from some of the audience that Ronald McDaniel was saying you're not going to get any money to Vivek Ramaswamy, which is probably true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's probably true. But you know, we have had a series of uh, election losses. Uh, not all Ron McDaniel's fault. There was also a great deal of, of fraud. Uh, there was a great deal of uh, uh, the United States government being rock solidly uh, behind Democrats and censoring conservative speech. We now know that. We now know that the uh, 2020 election, there was some major tampering by our federal government to silence the opposition, particularly all of the scandals surrounding the Biden, What we're experiencing right now is the greatest scandal in the history of politics. Not only a president who got into office after decades of absolute corruption and graft, but also we find out the federal government bedded down with the Democrat Party to silence free speech, freedom of expression, the most important thing we have, the ability to express ourselves, to uh, gather together, together, to uh, have the government redress our grievances, and to worship, all taken away by the state. And last night, Vivek Ramaswamy saying what he said reflected what the American people are saying. 76% of us are saying the country's going in the wrong direction, which means 76% of us can come together together to save her. More on this coming up. 800 6680 This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane, like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the wellness company medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health/carson. Again, t slash c.health/carson today and order. That's twchealth/carson and use the promo code carson to save 10%.
0: Rhonda mcdaniel took over as chairwoman of the rnc in 2017 we have lost 2018 2020 2022 no red wave that never came we got trounced last night in 2023 and i think that we have to have accountability in our party for that matter ron if you want to come on stage tonight you want to look the gop voters in the eye and tell them you resign i will turn over my yield my time to you
1: Okay, so that is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy calling out the GOP for its lackluster performance uh, in the last few elections. And also the fact that uh, we're still playing by Marcus of Queensbury rules while getting keel-hauled by the left. Now I'm getting a bunch of emails from people from Joe. Soros funded Hamas, Vivek's $90,000 college bill, acting lessons, $350 investors, money scam. Is that your guy? No. No, Vivek Ramaswamy is not my guy. You you understand. If I say something positive about another candidate, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm switching teams. Dear God, man. And I mean, I don't want to be hard on you here. But if if a candidate successfully calls out what you've been screaming about the GOP, I'm going to acknowledge it. And And you know what? Who's not going to make the change for the GOP? Because they're not listening to Donald Trump, they're doing everything to 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 behave like there's nothing happening over there. They're not defending Donald Trump through these four indictments, which everybody knows are politically motivated. You've got people like Ron DeSantis who've shown what a weasel he is. I mean, I, Ron DeSantis is a great governor, but if you look at what's happening to Donald Trump the last seven years, including the four indictments, this sham trial in New York, sham trial in Georgia, sham trial in in Florida, if you're not willing to step up. And put the uh, uh, malfeasance that the government is committing against this man ahead of your desire to be the president then what the hell else are you gonna put behind your desire to be the president to look at these these uh, these insane uh indictments against him by a judge we just found out to post these uh, half nude selfies and his wife is is on twitter just deriding the gop and donald trump and and think that's cool and say okay well dude donald trump you can't be the candidate ron is saying this. what the hell dude what the hell you've just exposed yourself and the character that you have and and sorry i hate to be too hard on one candidate but please all of the candidates ought to be saying what is happening to Donald Trump is not right Chris Christie of course one one of these charges sticks he shouldn't be able to run Chris Christie has no chance of ever 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 being the president and he knows it he knows it unbelievable so this is not an endorsement of a candidate I'm talking about the debate last night and I'm glad somebody Said the quiet part out loud. And I think it's pretty ballsy for Vivek to do it. Vivek is not the candidate. He's not going to be the candidate. All right? There are a lot of people, it's obvious they're not going to be the candidate. But at least they got this out on the table. Because America is screaming at the RNC. Screaming at the GOP. Do something. Take the gloves off. For God's sake, do something. Close the damn border. Do something about it. Quit being such P-words and do something about it and that's what I liked about last night I thought it was great and it's about time that you started saying I ain't gonna give you any money until you you get somebody in there who's serious about what the country faces this is a little bit more from uh, Vivek oh he went after uh, Nikki Haley last night is just kinda funny uh, and Nikki fought back but here he was talking about the uh, Nikki Haley being uh, Dick Cheney in heels
0: the fact of the matter is the Republican Party is not that much better You have the likes of Nikki Haley, who stepped down from her time at the UN. Bankrupt or in debt was her family then she becomes a military contractor, she joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multi-millionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. Huh. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's gonna put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels?
1: All right, Mr. Rogers. Ouch, two of them ouch, ouch, thought. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jerry Springer was dead. <laughs> It <laughs> sounded like a Jerry Springer show. It's like, I'm not the father, that kind of thing going on. Oh, and, and there he goes after, he goes after one of uh, Nikki Haley's kids, and she calls him scum. This is pretty, uh, this is pretty interesting. I
0: want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family yeah. first. Leave my dog. I'm
1: your... not crazy about that. Oh, yes. my daughter, nah.
0: daughter. The next generation of the are using it and that's actually the point you have her supporters crapping her up that's fine here's the truth you're just easy answer
1: you're just scum wow that is that is just oh my god can you believe the republican party has some fire under it now i mean because normally fire's coming from donald trump over here right and finally last night oh i love it i love this chaos it's so glorious Eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. One more, one more cut here. This is the this is what I think is fantastic. And and again, you know Vivek Robinson, I had a chance to meet him when, he, when we were in uh, in uh, New Hampshire, Uh and I've got my and you know, I'm trying to get him on the show. There are some candidates who won't be on the show. Uh I, I think Chris Christie. I don't. Care. I'd love to have him on. Whatever it'll be ugly, but sure have him on. Uh, but anyway. Vivek finally acknowledges that they're sitting in this auditorium in a uh a a, a, a debate that is, that is sponsored by the number one enemy of uh well pretty much the the american people and uh and their g o p all right and that is n b c and uh, so he he decided to go after uh kristen welker who welker welker yeah kristen welker Uh, for her partisanship. Think about
0: who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and
1: bring in more people. I would love to see Joe Rogan and Elon Musk and and Tucker, hell yeah, into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually
0: hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Chris, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about
1: you in the media. And the there you go. I uh, I like that. He actually called out. He called out. media
0: establishment asking the Trump Russia collusion hoax that you pushed Ooh. on this network for years. Yeah. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Uh oh. Answer the question. Go. Woo! Mr. Rutgers, Woo! This is how we get our country. Woo-hoo-hoo! Accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election, they rigged the 2020 election what? with the Hunter Biden laptop story, what? What? and they're going to rig this election. Your time is Everything up.
1: Everything you just said there was disinformation. <laughs> I think it's great. I do. This is uh, John Solomon. John Solomon. Uh, he has just the news dot com. He's the, one of the best journalists in America. Talking about uh, what Vivek pointed out last night and what is obvious that the Republican Party, the GOP, has an authenticity problem. Well, what's the big problem? I think the RNC has created an authenticity problem for the conservative movement. It's sometimes Trump. It's sometimes Romney. Uh, They say they're for cutting government spending, but they keep allowing government spending to balloon. They say they're for a closed border, but they haven't been able to make any change to the border since they got control to the House. They say they couldn't wait to overturn Roe v. Wade, and they haven't been able to govern in a Roe v. Wade. They can't even get a message on where Republicans stand. They are inauthentic, and voters know it. They feel this plastic inauthenticity. There needs to be a paddle shock supplied to the Republican <laughs> Party if they want to be in the game on 2024. And that starts with the leadership change that's everybody I talked to. Uh, Modern Republicans, uh, dead red conservatives, they all agree a change has to be made. Yeah, absolutely, because we're tired of sending money to people who don't fight as we watch our country descend into hell. You're worried about it. I'm worried about it. We're being denied life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We were denied life with COVID. Uh, Many people died because they couldn't get the medicine they want. Elderly people had COVID patients moved into the nursing homes where they lost their lives. They took away your ability to speech, uh, go to church, own a business, send your kid to school. Liberty. They censored your speech. We know this. Stanford Virality Project is out. It's open. They took it away. Pursuit of happiness. Government spending has caused massive inflation. They've made gas too expensive, which has become uh, made everything more expensive. And so you've got to work three jobs to pay for the same groceries that you bought three years ago. Unbelievable. Last night at the Trump rally in Hylia, Florida, the mayor of Hialeah got up and, and said exactly this uh... the the republican party has an authenticity authenticity problem and donald trump fulfilled that
3: and ladies and gentlemen i'll tell you something i've seen a lot of presidents come and go but i gotta tell you i've never seen a president in my life that actually did what he said he was going to do
1: that's what i said number one thing that donald trump did when he got into office he did what he said he was gonna do. He did. He marked off things one at a time. He got peace in the Middle East. He, he brought prosperity to uh, people of color. He uh, sealed the border. Uh, he made Jerusalem. He declared it the capital of Israel. Do you understand now? That's authentic. And now we're seeing what the
3: perception of a weak america looks like
2: yeah yeah
3: we've got our enemies at the gate Mm -hmm. pouring through the border yeah with an aim to do harm to americans and my friends there's only
1: one person who could stop that Mm -hmm. and his name is donald trump And the reason they believe that is because he did it there you go Few months ago, Robert Kennedy Jr. said something. By the way, he's polling at 19%. Donald Trump is ahead. Uh, four points nationally. Uh, are, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. has 19%. So he's still got a draw. Uh, I think he's bad guano crazy on a few things, including the green energy. Th- I don't understand how he can look at COVID and vaccines and all this with a curious eye, but not look at green energy as the joke that it is. That's that's the void that he has. That he, I would never want him to be the president of the United States. But listen to what he had to say about what the country needs.
0: We need a revolution. I would say that, a peaceful revolution. Yeah, yes, and a revolution that um, you know that uh, brings us back to our the values that have been robbed from us you know, over the past
1: forty years. Seventy-six percent of us believe the country is going in the wrong direction. 76% of us can come together to save her. There you go.
0: Systematically through, you know, uh, that I watched happen. I mean, I was watching what happened in 1980. And we had a functioning government there, and we were in the middle of the great prosperity, and we had, you know, most of Amer- yeah,
1: We need a revolution. You know it and I do. You're just looking for somebody to lead the damn thing. You can't do anything on your own. You need somebody who can lead this to bring us back. That's what it's all about, man. I was thinking this morning because when I grew up I'm a I'm a Gen Xer and uh Gen X was the last analog uh generation and um all of this bullcrap that has happened the last couple of years—we're all more racist than we've ever been, and we're this and that, and America sucks, and and uh, you know we shouldn't be patriotic, and we're all colonists and all that crap. Uh, your kid should be guilty if he's white because he held down the black kids in a class, and you're getting the black kid should hate your kid because he's privileged and all that. I always said it was bullcrap, and it is bullcrap. But this is uh, when I grew up, there was this, and this is uh, this is a celebration of the overturning of a despotic regime. And it was on Saturday morning television when I grew up, you know, a lot of the uh, schoolhouse rock songs, right? I grew up with schoolhouse rock. My kids grew up with schoolhouse rock. I know my adjectives. I know my adverbs. I know all of these things. I know conjunction. I know, I know everything because of schoolhouse rock. But another thing that I learned from schoolhouse rock, and, and then as I developed and grew, I was able to read about these things, but, but patriotism, why we live in a great country. Schoolhouse Radic had songs like A Great American Melting Pot. And, and they had this one right here. I want you to listen to this. For you, uh, you maybe millennials, maybe Gen Zers, listen to this. This is what used to be on television for kids. Not Rainbow, not transgender characters, not this nonsense. that's gonna be
3: fireworks. Humans in the sky. In the sky. Gonna shoot, shoot the entire bird. works on fireworks that really show. Oh yeah. We yeah. declared it's our liberty two hundred years ago. Listen yeah. to In
2: 1776,
3: right there out. were fireworks too. <laughs> the original colonists, you know, their tempers blew. Broke, it's only, only, it's only holy
1: hell when is the last time your kids heard the uh, the name Thomas Paine
3: if a government won't give you your basic rights you better get another
1: government if the government doesn't give you your basic rights we're gonna get another government wow unbelievable let's take a break and come back this is the Rob Carson show
3: Now you're gonna see some fireworks And on the 4th of July they signed it They signed it! They 56 names underlined it Come on! And now to those first 13 states We turn the sky into a birthday cake They got it done right. The Declaration, uh-huh. The Declaration of Independence oh, yeah. In 1776 Right on! Continental Congress said that we were we free. free, said we had the right of life, life and liberty, listen to this, and the pursuit of
1: happiness, right here, breakdown, come on,
4: we hold these truths to be self-evident, it's the breakdown, that all
3: men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, with certain
2: unalienable rights, right. that among
4: me,
1: Going that better than from the mountain or from the river to the sea, uh, you know, whatever. Isn't that better? I think it is. Yeah, we need some fireworks. Barbara in Baltimore, what's going on?
5: Hey, Rob, so good to talk to you. Thanks for taking oh, my too. call today. What's going on? Well, I tell you what, Donald Trump took it out of the park. He really did yesterday. And this, your show is banging it, too. Yeah, uh, I, bet I didn't watch the debate, but I, I'm so grateful of the way you shared the snippets because i heard more of it than when i was you know watching it on the news
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what i was doing barbara i i was i was watching the debate on newsmax or the uh, the uh, the rally on newsmax and and occasionally streaming the debate on my phone oh, but uh
5: i was with some filipinos a very good filipino friend uh has died and uh well known in this area too um uh, viviano incomienda and they um Donald Trump's speech brought joy after the prayer service yesterday. So I was so glad to be there with them. They were so, and I, I streamed it on a 50 foot screen, or 50 inches, 50 inches <laughs> screen um, using RSVN. I just went to, you know, went to YouTube and went to RSVN. They always have Trump stuff, too, and it's a good way to cut the Well, well, so
1: does Newsmax, and I work for them, Barbara. Go ahead.
5: I know. I couldn't get Newsmax.
1: (laughs) That's all right. right.
5: Yeah, I have it at my house, but I couldn't get it at someone else's house.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got it on all my TVs here, so, but it wasn't wasn't an inspirational? It was funny, and uh, and Don Jr. was out there, he was making some jokes, and you had Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and you had Roseanne Barr, and, and it was positive, and and you uh, talked about the, the the border, he talked about Israel, and it, and it was, it was it was it was joy. It wasn't anger. It was joy. There was a lot of joy, and people know that uh, the the country is great. We've been sold a bill of goods uh, on hating America, and we're done with it. And and you're exactly right. I thought it was a I thought it was a great rally. I I'm, I'm sharing the only reason, you know, a lot of people still believe that some of the GOP contenders have a chance. And that's cool. If it's your candidate, cool. But I was just glad last night to see somebody saying at a GOP debate, what is on the minds of the American people, Barbara? Am I right? I
5: know. You're right cuz he I mean he did and, and Nikki Haley, she certainly uh, lost her cool pretty quick, didn't she? I would to do man. you.
1: You're picking on my kids and my shoes. I'd be a little mad. Listen, Barbara, <laughs> I got to run. I got to run. But top thanks top. for the call. God bless you, girl. We'll talk soon. I'll see you in Baltimore on November the 16th. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right. So coming up, a snowflake gets pulled over by the cops and tries the same sort of nonsense she does on campus and ends up getting arrested. Yay! Uh, let me see what else. Pro-Palestinian protesters show their ignorance, and the FBI wants a new building. Matt Gates says, uh, "No, I don't think so." That's all in the second hour. Don't go anywhere.